right, here we go. It is episode 19 of the Odd G's podcast presented by Bet Parks. There he is, Harry Mays. What's going on, H? Hey, man, feels like we uh, we just did one of these. It's This last week has just flown by for me. I don't know about you. Do you already have the countdown timer here on the 2023 Masters? No, I do not. <laughs> I'm still <laughs> recovering from the 86th edition this past weekend. But, yeah, it was a really fast week. It felt like we got, like, almost four inches of rain over where I live this past in the past seven days. And uh, finally starting to warm up this week, so spring is really here. Yeah, I'm getting pissed off. I'm like, did Mother Nature not get the memo? Does she not have a calendar? Yeah. Like it's warm, but when it's warm, it dumps rain on right, us. Right, right. And when it's not raining, it's it's, it's freezing cold. out. Yeah. yeah. It's ridiculous. A tax week too, huh? Yeah, I've been spending the morning writing out checks. It's <laughs> it's really disgusting. Yeah. Yep. Especially when you work for yourself. What's the name of your company? Do you have an LLC? Is it like no, tighten it up LLC? <laughs> no. I used to have an LLC with Shander. Uh, but that is with gone him? By. Yes. Well, a joint. Yeah. Can you imagine that? Imagine him with a joint. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I could see the name of your company. You have got to get faster. Limited liability company. Yeah, nothing happens fast enough in my world. No, no, it does not. Including your own movements. (laughs) Exactly. Baseball started this past weekend and Philly's got out of the gate two and one. Yeah, well, they should have swept the the, the ace stink. Yeah, I know. Yeah, they didn't score on on Sunday where well, they got beat four to one, I think. Right. Yeah. They didn't even get anything going until late in the game. Now they got the Mets coming in and, and Zach Wheeler hasn't even pitched yet. Yeah. It's yeah. Crazy. Um, is a tradition like any other at your house uh, for masters weekend too, Harris, that its own tradition? Uh, well, I mean, you know, if you call watching television, a tradition, I guess it is in for my 14 house. hours, yeah. four days in a row. <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. Well, I got that, you know, that ESPN plus app. Mm-hmm. which uh, had the golf on from, you know, the time that the first group tees off all the way through the end. And then I just pick up the regular telecast when they, they jump on, cause it's limited. You know, they only get a couple hours a day yeah. uh, with CBS on Saturday and, and Sunday uh, and Thursday, Friday was limited with ESPN, but you get that app, man, you can start watching that golf at eight in the morning. Yeah. I, that's, that's an outrage, by the way, they should be covering that thing from the time the first player pulls into the parking lot on the <laughs> national network. Well, Am I they, right? Yeah. Well, the, you know, the masters gets what the masters wants. They dictate everything. Yeah, so we, they want it that way. And we always get this yeah. hour long, like look back at some guy from 1945 yeah. prior to them picking up the coverage. I don't I need that. I know. I know. Put yeah, that on YouTube. I'll watch it. I, I agree. I mean, how many times do we have to see Tiger winning in 1997? I've seen it enough, as yeah. my friend Tony Bruno used to say. <laughs> Tiago, I've seen it enough. Tiago, Tiago splitter. That was yeah. That was the LeBron Tiago splitter block. <laughs> I don't need to see it again. I've seen it enough. <laughs> Such a classic moment. Oh, uh, speaking of apps, you got to get the Bet Parks app because yes. I know you you put out the play last week to get for Tagger to get the Tagger, and he got there. Yeah, he's he, the cut. I, I don't know. Yeah, he made the cut, but I'll tell you, he was noticeably limping. You know, on on Saturday and especially Sunday. I mean, he was in a lot of pain, man. Yeah, really. I can't imagine like his body going through those rigors for the first time. Just walking the hills of the course. I know. Is I mean. I, I didn't get in that car accident, and I know no. my hips would have been gassed. Right. <laughs> my hips are gassed usually, like, you know, after playing 18 at my club. Yeah, in a cart. 
Yeah, well, either that or or with the push cart, whatever. I mean, I mean they're gassed either way. Uh, you, you know. using the push cart these days? Have a little exercise? You yeah, turn sometimes. it into a sport. Absolutely, you got to man. I prefer golf with a cart because then it's a leisure activity. It's mm. not a sport, right? And then you have your you have your bar along with you. You got a couple drinks in the in the console. Yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> um, uh, get the Bet Parks app. It is fantastic, and we got a new code here for the app. Oh yeah, yeah. It's J A S O N seven five zero. And what Jason seven fifty. Yeah, and okay. that is a seven hundred and fifty dollar risk free bet for all users. Terms and conditions apply. Is that right? That, that's that's not a fifty. That's not a hundo. That's not even a five hundred. Seven seven fifty. Yeah. Wow. That's serious I, ducats. I think that's the highest in the industry. It is. Yeah. It's an, an industry leader, as a matter of fact. Now, would you place that uh, risk-free bet on the 76ers to beat the Toronto Raptors in the playoff series, knowing that they will not be able to use Matisse Thybul apparently, when the games go to Toronto? Yeah, I'm surprised that they'll even he's allowed to play against the Raptors because of exposure and how the Canadians are handling the stupid pandemic. Well, yeah. you know. This whole thing doesn't make any sense to me. I mean, I don't know how much he got into it, but he apparently had one of the shots. Yeah. But didn't get the second one. Didn't get so the follow-up. If he would have taken the J and J shot, he'd be good, right? Because oh, he only needed one. Right. Yeah. But instead, I guess he went Pfizer or Moderna, which he needed the two. And somewhere between getting the first one, I don't know, it might have been a year ago. I don't know when he got it. He d- he's had a change of heart and decided not to get the second one. Why would you go ahead? I mean, you know, what? do whatever you want to do. I'm not going to judge anybody. Yeah. But if you're going to get one of the shots that requires two, why not get the second one and be done with it? Yeah, I don't get what – because he said he grew up in a holistic household. Right, right. Which means, you know, they, they use holistic ways of healing. Chinese things. herbs and all this kind of stuff, yeah. you know, to a fix – Green tea. Yeah, right. And that's <laughs> good. You know, knock yourself yeah. out. I hope it works. It obviously did. He's a star athlete. Yeah, right? but, like, I, I, you make the greatest point of all, though. Why get one? And if you're going to get one, just get the one that's going to clear you to cross the border and be there and available for your team. Right. You know, I, I don't care if people get it. That's up to them if they want to get it or not. Mm-hmm. Totally agree. But, um, I mean, he's a huge piece that they're going to be. We're going to talk to D-Line in just a yeah. couple minutes. She's going to join us and give us the download on, on her thoughts on it. But, yeah, I mean, that's that's a weird situation. So, no, I would not put my $750 risk-free bet because of that element. Plus, they got no bench. Yeah, they, they they have a problem, as they always seem to have had, except for maybe, you know, Dwight Howard was here, had a nice year, and then Drummond was here while he was here, was pretty good at spelling and bead. Whenever the big guy's got to go to the bench, yeah. it just seems like the opponent just, uh, you know, it's like a highway, you know, freeway to the to the hoop. Yeah. And, uh, you know, they, they're going to have to try to, to work that out. And, you know, Doc Rivers – uh, he's under a lot of pressure, man. If this team doesn't get past the second round, and I, I'd say into the Eastern Conference Finals, he's probably gone, right? I would think so. I mean, if yeah. they don't get past the second round, Harry, like since this whole process thing, mm-hmm. they haven't gotten past the second round. No. It was supposed to, you know, be the 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 path to getting to past the second round mm-hmm. and out of this mediocrity. Because getting to the second round and getting bounced is mediocrity. In the, right, in right. The that's not a success. No, that, okay. that's no great feather in your cap. Yeah, I didn't lose for four years for that. Right, right. And I, I would have lost four years for nothing, but anyway. 
Well, I was talking to a couple people that are, you know, big Sixers fans and, you know, we're, we're fine with the whole process stuff. And they're, they're now really so disgusted with what's going on there. They say that this team is becoming unlikable. And this whole Thibel thing is like the latest, you know, log on the fire because he was a guy that a lot of the fans, you know, universally liked along with Maxi. And I think, you know, Embiid's constantly, you know, seems to be whining about not getting the MVP, which I don't know. I don't know why you care about that. Just go win a championship like that. Yeah. To me, that should be the only thing you should be focused on. You know, quit saying that, you know, the, the people have it in for you or it's rigged or whatever they, you know, the case may be. I don't care about the MVP. Me neither. Okay? And Harden has been, you know, outside of the first week that he was here, he's kind of been disappointing, to be honest. Underwhelming. Yeah, very underwhelming. Totally I mean, agree. The only guy that I, you know, have been really positive about the whole time for this season has been Tyrese Maxey. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad that you said that, Harry, about the MVP, because I know that this is a big topic of conversation on the radio, and I get they got to fill 20 hours a week sure. and, and that whole shebang. Right. We've been there, done that. But I, I really don't give a damn about the MVP. Like, people are freaking out about, oh, it's going to be Jokic, it's going to be Embiid. Like, who cares? That doesn't do any. I don't have a parade right. for an MVP. I didn't care no. when Giroud didn't get it, when right. he had the 102-point season. Yeah, what does that do for you if the team's sitting home in June? Yeah, you know, you're like, like you're gonna sit back and 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 brag to your friends at the at the bar that your your center won the MVP. Who cares? I never, to be honest with you, I never cared about awards like this in any sport, even like Cy Young and all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. I I never really got into it. If it was happened to be on my team, yeah, okay, that's great. That's that's extra. But if the team, yeah, if the team disappointed, like, you know, you had Steve Carlton back in night, what was it? 1972 or whatever. Well, he won 27 games or, you know, he was unbelievable, but the team was awful. Right. Do you think we're Phillies fans saying, yeah, but we got the MVP. We got the Cy Young or whatever. You know what I mean? Like who cares? Yeah. Like his numbers, Carlton's numbers that season. Oh, off the charts. Team was miserable. Terrible. 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 One of the worst teams in the league. And except when he started. Right. (laughs) And every fifth day. Yeah. Like I didn't get all excited last year when the Phillies got bounced and, you know, Bryce Harper, Harper won the MVP. Yeah. yeah like what did that do for me? Who cares? I'm not, go- I'm not texting friends in other cities and going, yeah, but Harper won the MVP. I know you guys had a parade, but Harper <laughs> right. won the MVP. <laughs> right. No feather in my cap. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I'm glad that you said that. Uh, so download the parks app, bet parks, uh, check it out. Use that code J A S O N seven fifty. Get your first bet risk-free up to $750. And uh, restrictions apply, and you do need to be over 21 and present in Pennsylvania. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Make sure you follow at Bet Parks on Twitter, on Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook as well. You get great content, daily specials, and tons more. So, uh, do do you are you betting um, the Sixers in any you kind know, of futures here? Harry? You know, the the series is they're like minus 180 to beat the Toronto Raptors. Mm-hmm. So you know, I, obviously, uh, you know the. The sports books aren't too concerned about no Thibel in in Toronto, you know, for his defense. So yeah, I think they'll I think they'll get past the Raptors. Uh, you know, they they have lost I think three out of the four in the regular season to mm-hmm. Toronto. Uh, you know, Toronto's no slouch, but I think they'll I think they'll find a way to win that series. It's after that that I'm really concerned. You start going up against you know the Heat or the Bucks or the Nets or whoever it is. Um, you know, that's where I think they they could have a real problem. Yeah, I totally agree with you. You look at it and go, that's where they can get overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. I mean, they lost in the second round last year to Atlanta. Right. And yeah. No business losing that. And I think three of those games were at home, weren't they? Yeah. 
Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I think that's so. crazy. Yeah. yeah. Well, they got to find a way. I mean, if they if they get bounced in the second round, Doc Rivers is going bye bye. I would imagine. I would think so. Yeah, I think definitely. Yeah. yeah. You looking at anything on the baseball card that you like uh, from a betting standpoint or futures or anything, or is it way too early for that for you? I, I think it's a little. I don't get involved in uh, you know in total wins in baseball. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know I, what was the Phillies number to, on on the Bet Parks app. Did you happen to look it up? I'm looking at it up right now. It's asking me if I want to claim this. I don't want to claim that right now. I don't want to. Oh, yeah, I'll claim that. Um, I'll ch- I'll check it out. All right, I'm looking here at futures. Um, they have winning the divisions or yeah, futures. What, do they have win totals. I don't see win totals here. Let me scroll down. Yeah, there's so much to bet. Like I'm just scrolling, and there's just so much to bet on. Yeah, I mean they get you can bet <laughs> you can bet on the Cy Young right now. Yeah, that's you know not, Max that's, Scherzer plus six fifty. That seems a little is the favorite. Zach Wheeler's in there at plus eight fifty. Yeah, yeah, you take a flyer on him. Nah, that's not going to happen. He was great <laughs> last year. But I, don't, he was. I don't feel it. Yeah, I don't. I don't either. Um, so you got the NBA playoffs getting ready to start. You have the NHL winding it down, mm-hmm. and baseball is underway. And uh, it's going to be a fun time, man. It's going to be crazy. When When's the next big golf tournament, Harry? This week, man. They go to Harbortown, Hilton Seven. Head. You got to play? You like there? Uh, well, it's, it's only Monday. Right. Um, got to give you a little more time. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll look. I'll, I'll give you a play before the end of the show. How about that? All right. Well, you, and you'll, and you'll put posting those plays on your uh, Twitter handle? Sure. At Harry Mays to you. Okay. Um, and again, D line, going to join us in just a moment, by the way, hack today, before we get to D I've been in this blues mood today. I sent you a video actually of yeah, John, Lee, John Hooker. Lee Hooker, right? Yeah. You ever see the size of the mitts on that dude? I, I did. I, I took notice of that. And, uh, you know, a lot of those old blues men had very big, uh, very large hands. And it's funny you sent that to me today because I had seen a picture of Joe Namath, uh, on Twitter back when he was on the Brady Bunch. Do you remember that episode? Oh, yeah. Okay. You know, he wore the jersey, the 12 jersey with the, with the Jets. And, the whole thing. And, you know, one of the, I forget which kid, uh, Bobby Brady, I think was a big Joe Namath and Jets fan. And stuff. But there's a picture of Joe Namath, you know, on off the set with Jan and Marsha. And he's got his arms around both of them, right? Mm-hmm. And you can see these giant hands of his. Yeah. <laughs> like, just, I mean, huge mitts. He would hold a football like we would hold a tennis ball. Exactly. That much of a grip on the circumference of yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. And his hands were a little high on uh, on Jan and Marsha. I got to say, you know, that that was done today. There, there'd be a penalty flag. Oh, they'd cancel him. Oh, exactly. That's Eve Plum there, Harris, Jan Brady. You know, and I was always a Jan guy over Marsha. I thought Marsha got way too much love. I was more for the undervalued stock in Jan. Really? Yes. You were a jam. What about Cindy Brady? Nobody, nobody ever mentions poor Cindy though, don't no, they? She she fell apart. <laughs> she had all kinds of issues. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Oh, I yeah. didn't know that. That's too bad. Well, I mean, remember the who was the Facts of Life girl too? Um, Tootie. Well, I forget her name. Yeah, I don't know. I never she watched all, that uh, show. No, it was uh, what's her name? I, she had I all kinds of issues, show. drug issues. As well. You didn't watch the Facts of Life? No, Blair? no, no. She never was hot. It. Was she? Oh my God! Yeah, what, what kind of look did she have? She had like the uh, Heather Locklear like feathered flow. Oh yeah, dirty blonde. Mm. Oh, she was an absolute beauty. Yeah. In, in other words, a dime a dozen back in that era. Yeah, they no, all had was... that look, didn't they? 
Oh, yeah. She was <laughs> sensational. Lisa Welchel was her name. Okay. Okay. I'm going to bring up a picture here so you can see her. Right. Yeah, the she name, was an absolute dime. The name doesn't sound familiar to me, Lisa Welchel. She never went on to any uh, big career after post-facts of life, I guess, huh? Um, I don't think so. Most no. sitcom stars do not, you know? Okay. That's kind of a one and done thing. It's sort Very of a typecast thing. I mean, you know, the people from Seinfeld, I mean, you know, Julie, Julia Louis Dreyfus did. Yeah, with Veep. Right. Jason Alexander was in a couple of movies. Yeah. Well, he was a pretty um, woman. Yeah. Back in he, the day. He was a good character in that. He was a, he was a fantastic, a prick. In that, in that yeah, he movie. was. Yeah. Um, um I'm going to find this picture. I just, uh, let me upload this file, this picture. I just took a screenshot of Blair. Okay. Jeez. Ah, it's not letting me do it. Hold on a sec. But yeah, she was great. I mean, there were some beauties in the. I can't believe you were a Jan Brady guy. Yeah, I was a Jan guy. That's, That's a an fact. outrage. That is the facts of life. Yeah. For me. I can't believe that. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I, I didn't find her attractive at all. Mm. I thought she was more like kind of like. Well, I mean, I don't want to say know, the ugly duckling, but well, I mean, they always had her in those kind of those glasses, right? Did yeah, she always like kind of wore glasses. Nerd. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, see, I could see beyond that. See, she wasn't like the sexy nerd, though. You know, well, depends. Change Sometimes the change the frames in the glasses. Yeah, I yeah, it changes right. the whole thing. Yeah, and I, I loved uh, Florence Henderson too, the mom. I was after the mom and the middle daughter. Yeah, I, I like the mom too. Yeah, absolutely. Because yeah. and Greg Brady was after that. Yeah, that's right. He that actually that, happened, right? right? Yeah. Yeah. How about that? Good for yeah, him. He, he got after that. Good on yeah. him. Um, I think this might be the picture here. Let me see if I. Jeez, ah, it's just not letting me do this. No. No. I mean, I just want I want you to see Blair so bad that I'm wasting all this stupid time on this. But I, all right, here we go. Let me just do now. This. Can you pull this up? Yeah. Here we go. All right. Um, oh, okay. The the back uh, back right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, exactly. I've seen her. All right, yeah. I do know her. She's got now, that who, flowing hair. That's good yeah, hair. Okay. That's that's good eighties hair. Yeah. Yeah, that's good stuff. Now, who was the the one in the middle? Was she sort of like the? Uh, she was like was the she, den mom. She the housekeeper, or what? What was she? Yeah, she point? was like the uh, the den mom. Okay. Like they were all. I guess they were all like orphans or something, right? I don't know. And Kim Fields is down here on the bottom left. Um, right now, her name sounds familiar. Yeah, she she was very well and well endowed. Is that right? Chest area. Okay. Yeah. And then top left was Joe, who was kind of like a biker broad. Oh yeah. And then I can't remember. I think the one on the bottom right is like Mindy or something, Mandy, something like that. If I recall. Okay. She was probably the smartest one. Yeah. Right. Good good facts of life knowledge, right there. Bruno would love this episode. Oh, he would. He'd be he'd blow a whole hour on this. Oh yeah. You kidding? Right, right after the right after the Eagles would lose to the to the Cowboys. <laughs> right after he's read the deal of the week twice. Yeah. He'd be like, have you seen the facts of life? <laughs> so classic. Mm. Uh, we're waiting on D line. I don't know what's yeah. going on here. She said two fifteen. She was good. Let me see. Let me shoot her a text. Okay. Uh, I've said, got two twenty two. We right are now, on now and ready for you. Yeah, I mean, does D not have a twenty-four second shot clock over I, there? I don't know. Maybe she's on the uh, the Mike Kern dial-up. No, it could be. That could be a problem. 
Yeah, she could be trying to come in with the uh, the dial-up modem here. I'm gonna I'm gonna send her another email. Maybe she's maybe. still down in Augusta. Wasn't she down at Augusta? She was. She's actually at the shore now. Oh wow! So um, it, she's not. Uh, I think she's down there at, with her kids for spring break. Okay. Um, so she, yeah, she's back from Augusta. I don't know why she was down in Augusta. Now, have you been down to Augusta? What, what, what do you mean you don't know why she was down in Augusta? No, I don't know if she was working or just down there to check it out. Oh, probably probably just to check it out. She loves golf. Yeah. She have plays you a lot there? of golf. I've been, I've been to the practice round once. And that was on the Wednesday practice round, which is when they have the par three tournament, too, afterwards. Which is pretty cool. Uh, now, why have you not gotten there for an actual full weekend of the Masters? Because it's very hard to get tickets. It's like a lottery, unless you're like really connected or aren't wealthy. You, aren't you connected? Uh, I am neither connected. I mean, you did golf shots with Harry Donahue. You got yeah, to call Augustine and tell them that. Harry Donahue is here too. He's he's watching it from home as well. I um, imagine Harry Donahue's been down there before. Oh, I think so. Yeah. I mean, he's yeah. a well traveled man. Right. <laughs> All right. Let's get now to I hear right. something. Yeah. Let's get to D line him right now. All right. Here she comes. Us. On the uh, Bet Parks presents Aji's episode nineteen, we bring her in now. There there's she is. is. Hey, D. I apologize. I apologize. I I was sitting there. I didn't realize I had to enter. <laughs> <laughs> it's big technology on this show, D. Yes. Yes. Now I got to find out before we get into uh, some Sixer stuff. Did you enjoy the Masters, and how did you get the tickets? Come on now, is that the first part of that question is silly. <laughs> yes. You go to the Masters and you don't enjoy it. Come on. Uh, I said one of probably it, for me, one of the top three things I've ever done. You know, not like having your children. I, I'm not calling. I'm like experiences. Right. And right. Uh, it, it, it. I think the one thing that I was most. I, I cannot leave the elevation. Walking that course is is a bear. Yep. And I wasn't playing, so I'm not carrying my bag. Well, I mean, they don't carry their bag, but uh, right. the up and down. And I think TV does a really, really good job. It's a beautiful place, but you do not see the elevation to the degree that it is. Right. So when you, when you go up, um, yeah, up, up to where that clubhouse is, all the way down to the 13th tee is a huge change yeah. in elevation. Yeah. And even when you're coming up 18, you're like, oh, mm -hmm. man, I got to 18, you know, or, or yeah. nine, uh, right. you know, so. Um, but it, what was so cool for me is to have been there for those practice rounds. Mm -hmm. And part of what I love about the practice rounds is that you can actually hear conversations or people talking like Kepka was talking uh, right, like literally right in front of me on five. And because they're waiting for the other guys to get off the green because, mm -hmm. you know, they kind of throw discs to the different pin placements where they're going to be throughout the, the four days. And so you wait a little bit and they're having like conversation about where they went to dinner or, oh, yeah, we went there. And then, you know, or they're talking about a trip that they recently took. It was hysterical. Right. So I love that part of it. I got lucky um, on Monday. We heard the tiger was going to be coming over possibly. And we had been out on the course. I hadn't gone to the practice range. We just walked over. We're walking over to the practice range. And here he's just arriving on the putting green. And my husband and I got in the front row of the driving range. 
knowing now he's about to, you know, within 15 minutes, maybe 20, he's going to be right in front of us, which he was. Uh, so that was really cool, too, because people were so excited to see him yeah. and to watch him. And, you know, people he was walking over saying hi to people. Uh, it, it was just it was really cool. So. He's one of those guys. Dude, and now, and to just... answer. Oh, go ahead. I was just going to say to answer the second part of your question um, that there is a friend of ours who is a caddy. Uh, has caddied for Tom Watson for a long, long time. And mm. we've known him. Uh, he, he's lived in, well, we've lived in his neighborhood because he was there first for 20 some years. And one time he said to us, you know, hey, uh, you know, if I ever have extra, uh, I'll, and, and he literally called, it was a short while right before, within two weeks beforehand. And I'm mm -hmm. like, yes. And, yeah. and the last <laughs> time my husband has been there before and I was not his chosen guest. Ooh. So I was not taking, I was not taking no for a third time, a third time. Yeah. I said, there will be no more marriage if I don't get on this one. You could serve <laughs> papers on a third one. <laughs> yeah. Um, That's awesome. D, you've been around a, a lot of athletes and, and really big stars of sport, global stars. And Tiger's one of those guys too, that I imagine when he's in your presence, you can almost feel it like the air gets heavier. Well, absolutely. But I will say this was even uh, at a different level because of what he was returning from exactly. and the fact that people really did question after his car accident, would he ever be able to play golf again? I mean, you know, I, I think there were a lot of us uh, who didn't think that was going to be possible. He almost lost a leg. Yeah. And so so the there was just a whole different weight to that part of it. But I think the other was his gratitude, his expression of gratitude to fans, which he never, he was always so stoic. And I think yeah. when you are of the, that elite level, and you even heard Scheffler talk about in his press conference after he won yesterday, of that was one of the things he tried to take from Tiger and watching Tiger on YouTube. Uh, mm -hmm. like his concentration, he would never let anything break his concentration. And I don't think that has changed for him, but he would, he would like go like this to his heart as he was walking and people were cheering in such a way to, to see him back out there. And, and I think now it's like kind of more of a mutual, the sport understands what he did and does for that sport. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He moves the needle and that's right. just true. And, but I think he now understands uh, what he has done for it, but what the game has also been to him, and mm -hmm. so that, yeah, I, I would agree. In the history of it, it was, right? Ah, uh, yeah, unbelievable, unbelievable, yeah. yeah. Has there ever been another athlete that's impacted any sport the way he's impacted? I mean, Jordan impacted the NBA, yeah. and there's, I mean, great players, but I don't know that anybody has impacted one single sport the way he has, even no. Ali in boxing. Well, that Ali and boxing is Ali would it's a pretty good be, yeah. comparison. Yeah, that really yeah. I mean and 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 how would somebody uh not, not and again I don't know that it would be at this same level, but they do say magic and bird kind of saved the NBA at a time yeah. when it yeah. was going down a really bad path. 
Yeah, in the late seventies, it was uh, there was a lot of drugs in the league, and yeah. the ratings weren't good. Yeah. And the game, you know, the championship games yeah. were on tape delay and things like that. So yeah, that yeah, th- those two kind of came as a force all at the at the right time, and then you know ushered the right in the the eighties and uh, and with Commissioner David Stern, who right, was ready right. to fix it. Yep. Yeah, no doubt. Um, yep. let, let's look at the NBA D because it's playoff time, like. You know, you go through a regular season. I love the rigors of an 82-game schedule in the winter sports. Uh, I don't, like, kind of wish away time and go, let's just get to the playoffs. But when they get here, you're going, okay. Yeah, no, I agree. Th- this is where, you know, you really earn your keep. And the Sixers are coming in. They're going to get Toronto in the first round. Harry and I were just talking about no Thibel when they go across the border. How much of an impact is that going to have on this team's ability to get, get those wins on the road? Hmm. Well, uh, first of all, I thought Thibel handled himself with the tremendous class yesterday when he had to talk about that for the first time and knowing, you know, what it is costing uh, possibly his team and even for himself with his own reputation and moving forward. Uh, So I just wanted to be able to say, I think that he handled what is a tough situation, but a situation, as his dad said, you can make your choices. Just know that you will always have to be able to handle whatever comes from the choices that you make. And he, he's mm-hmm. doing that. Uh, I do think they will miss him defensively because there's a lot of guys you got to guard uh, perimeter-wise with the Raptors. So I think there is some concern there to me. Uh, I still would say that the Sixers are playing with the best player in the league. It puts a lot of weight on Joel. But Joel has not, he, he has not fallen back not once this year. If anything, he has been building, right? So like 40 and 10, he's done that 13 times this year. That's never been done. I I know people, I was saying that the race for MVP is going to be closer than people in in our area with the league. Everybody all of a sudden thought I was like saying I was pulling for the Joker. That's not what I was saying. I was saying that these are two very different players that are incredibly talented but the one guy has already won an MVP. The other guy's going to have to do something special to to make people who think the other guy still deserves to be because he hasn't nothing has dropped off for the Joker either. Right. But I think Joel, by winning the scoring title and being able to produce like nobody, no center has averaged better than thirty since Moses Malone with the Rockets. Yeah. I mean that that number is crazy too. So. Uh, I think that Joel, though, understands that he's going to have to be a a, a force and carry. And the biggest thing for me, for him, will be, can he keep his turnovers down? Because, unfortunately, Nick Nurse throws a lot of stuff at you. Mm -hmm. And it'll be zone. It'll be people coming with a double in, in ways that you don't always see. And I hope that Joel can, can, because he's done a really good job this year, of passing out the double teams and their spacing, you know, over the, when they've played well towards the end, now not when the ball sticks, but when they move the ball and their spacing, which I think is usually pretty good, it's moving the ball that has been a problem on given nights, that these guys are knocking down threes and that's going to make them have to make a choice. If you're going to double and bead like that, then these guys are going to make you pay. And so I think it's going to be a long series. I really do. I think six or seven in my opinion, uh, assuming everybody is healthy. I know Van Fleet didn't play in the last game that the Sixers played against Toronto. I anticipate that their roster will be healthy, as will be the Sixers. 
Yeah. Now, what do they do when Embiid has to come out of the game because he's can't he's not going to be able to play 48 minutes a night, unfortunately, in the playoffs. And there seems to you know, they always have had this problem. You know, when when he has to come off the court, they're a totally different team. How do you think uh, Doc Rivers handles that in the playoffs? Well, he didn't like you asking him about it. I can no, tell you I know. That after yesterday's <laughs> game, it's it's a fair question, and um, so in my opinion, uh, and and it, it, in fairness, Doc was wrong because adding minutes for Paul Reed is something that has come about of later, not you know since the James Harden trade took place he didn't do that right away i was watching paul reed down in the g league more than he was getting minutes with with the sixers so and he was playing well at the g league which is maybe why now they were trying to give him some minutes to see if it could translate at the nba level uh i think he was pretty clear if it's a smaller lineup he's going to try paul reed paul's going to get fouls part of that is not just because he is battling a bigger person per se I think it's also the price you pay as a young player in this league. Thibel went through that a year ago. So mm-hmm. I think that's part of it. Um, and then he, you know, Doc's had DeAndre Jordan before. He's obviously a fan of the guy. Uh, I think that if it's, you know, not somebody who's going to beat him with their quickness, that he was inclined to use backup minutes with Jordan first. Um, but I, again, that, that matchup has to be one that he's not going to get you know, crushed by somebody who has speed. And then if, if the person's smaller and quicker, I think you got to go with Paul Reed. D, when you look at it, the, really the big thing that this could come down to, whether it's the first round or playoff success in total, is really going to be predicated on the X factor. And that's James Harden. Came in initially mm-hmm. gangbusters, but it's been a little underwhelming since. Is, is it a situation where he can flip the switch and just become an absolute dominant player here in the playoffs? Well, not the dominant that won him an MVP. No, I don't think that. And if we're expecting that, I think we're kind of, that, that's silly. The one thing I do like is, is the guy, he's finding people who are making shots. So mm-hmm. like, you know, the other night, he, had, he had, I don't know what he had last night. Oh, he didn't play last night. So the two nights ago he had, or two games ago, he had 15. Uh, I, I think... His first four games, he shot lights out mm-hmm. and was averaging 12 assists per game. In the 17, I think it is, since then, his assists are down to 10.5. <laughs> so his assists are still crazy good. I think what we're, we see is he hasn't had, made a lot of shots. And that, you would hope, you know, comes somewhere up slightly. And the other is he's shooting like 29% over those last 17 games from three-point range. That's not good enough. So uh, the shooting would be a little bit of a concern. Um, and, And But the bigger thing for me is if he continues to make sure the ball moves, not just by him, that isolation, everybody looking at him, that cannot happen. Nick Nurse and company will make you pay. But if he makes it that everybody is moving and he's the guy that starts that, you move the ball, people move, make the next pass. That's when these guys, these guys had 37 assists two games ago. I mean, I don't care who you're playing against. 37 assists on 50 made field goals is a big deal. So that's good, that's good it's not that, yeah, yeah, it's not that hard to figure it out. So I'd like him to shoot a higher percentage. Um, I think between the two of them, they'll get to the line, but they can't be wishing that everything is a whistle for them. 
play through the contact and, you know, they're both experienced enough. I'm talking about him and Embiid, obviously. Experienced enough to know uh, what it's going to take. And, you know, they know what's riding on this. You think they get past the Raptors? I do. Um, I think Boy, if that they wasn't came very to convincing. a game seven. <laughs> no. Well, well, the, the only reason, I mean, I don't love the Sixers that to be honest. And yeah, even exactly. though I like mm-hmm. like what we saw in Shake last night and what we saw in Paul Reed, you know, Detroit has 23 wins. I, I'm sorry. I, it's hard for me to not say, okay, guys, I get what you did. And I hope that builds your confidence. But we're going into a next level here. Mm-hmm. And it's going to take more than what uh, you're not going to have maybe the same kind of success because the defense gets better. The, you know, people are moving quicker to defend. So I, I think it's going to be a tough challenge. And I think your first, but as anybody said, if you're going in like questioning if you can get out of the first round, then you really weren't considering yourself to be contending for the finals anyhow. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think being down a man when I don't love your bench is tough. And when I say that meaning for possibly three out of seven games, right. you know, that that's the only thing. So I, I, I do like, and I hope that he sticks with this. Danny green should be in the starting lineup throughout the series, because I don't, I would not like seeing you flip flop from games one and two to now be different three and four to now be different. If that to me would be a disservice to the other guys. And so he had Thibel come off the bench for two games when everybody was playing, not last night. And I, I think I would stick with that for this first round for sure. D, you know, one of the things, the NBA playoffs become about every possession is highly contested. Yep. And, you know, the focus on trying to stop what a team is trying to do in a seven game series is even more pronounced. Doc Rivers is a guy that has been there, done that, won a title. Uh, but he's been highly criticized as well for his usage, his you know plays out of timeouts, and and all of those things. How much of this is going to be depending on how Doc Rivers performs as a coach here too? He's not playing, but he's coaching. No, but it is. Well, first of all, let's. I mean, you can go back to last year. I mean, his team blew big leads in multiple games, and and lost a game seven on their home court to a lower seed. That's not supposed to happen like that. Um, and some will point to, you know, you couldn't obviously players make plays or don't make plays. Um, you know, Ben was a big part and became a problem and maybe something could have been done earlier. So he wasn't as big a problem. I don't know. Uh, the other thing, Seth, you know, got lit up by Herder. And so could they have done something, you know, to stop the bleeding sooner? I don't know, but I do know this, whether, I, I, I don't know how Doc feels about it. I'm pretty sure if you ask the question, you know, he wouldn't en- like to entertain talking about what your role. I've been there when somebody has asked him this, actually. You know, your role when your team starts to have these collapses and he, he doesn't, you know, particularly care to talk about that. Um, but I got to think at some point in the back of his head, he knows that just like there's pressure on this team and Embiid, you know, I, Pompey wrote a great article today. If he wins a scoring title in the MVP and you can't get out of the first round, uh, honestly, like, w- what a waste. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, I, I got to think that Doc, Doc knows that there's a, you know, the expectation has risen. 
What's your thoughts on this play-in tournament that they've uh, now come to of uh, last season, this season? Now the Nets are in it. They could be the best team in the East, and yet they're in the play-in uh, games. What's What's your thoughts on that? Well, which is not unlike what the Lakers were last year. Right. Um, now the Lakers situation. Well, it was kind of similar because the Lakers, you know, felt that if if LeBron and AD rested up, uh, just get me to the play-in and I'll be fine. Mm-hmm. And obviously that didn't work out for them. So uh, I, I kind of, uh, I feel a little bad for the seventh seed. And maybe I feel bad because you like say, wow, you know, you got all the way to the seventh. Now I got to earn it still. But but I do like the actual playing games. I have to tell you, mm-hmm. I, I find them entertaining. Um, and the fact that Brooklyn's in it is even, you know, kind of a little bit of icing on the cake there. So, you know, they're always trying to do something different. Baseball does the same thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I thought last year when hockey was in the bubble, I thought they had some great ideas about uh, how they were going to seed. So, uh, yeah, uh, I'm okay with it now. Let's I didn't like it at first, but I'm okay, okay. with it now. Let's face it. They do it because it gets more cities involved and it's about revenue. Yeah. This is a business. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And and it keeps teams that maybe struggle because of injury or struggle because yeah. it keeps them in it longer and fighting right. for something. And the longer interest is there, your TV ratings go up, and that equals dollars, just like Jason said. Yeah, and down at the end of the season, the games mean more, too. The 82 that are scheduled because yeah. you're playing for something. Sure. So that's what, to me, that's always <laughs> good. There's a tipping point like there is I mean, everything. Yeah, I mean, Jason, look, look just how things flipped on the last day in many areas there, mm-hmm. or in the last week, certainly in the East. So uh, I, I think that helps. I do. D, if they get past uh, Toronto and they got to deal with a Milwaukee or they got to deal with, uh, I mean, I, I'm not sure exactly who they can end up playing. The Heat, probably the Heat next. Yeah, the, yeah. Heat, the Heat would yeah. be their next. Yeah. Um, which actually, so they haven't played particularly well against, um, teams in the East with the exception of the Chicago Bulls who they swept Mm -hmm. and, but, uh, you know, I, I like their, the heat would have that a a tough time of slowing down the Joel and beat. Now, again, you know, these guys have been there, done that. They're very well coached. And again, defensively, they will show them stuff. Um, but I think, you know, I don't want to look ahead because I think this challenge is great. And again, part of it being down a man is a big part of that. But I'd be watching what the Heat are doing and seeing how, like, what they look like health-wise uh, would be interesting to me. But they have they have good guard play, you know? Mm. It's like, ah, uh, guard play. Pick your poison. <laughs> I think the one good thing we haven't mentioned his name. Tyrese Maxey deserves a lot. You, you know, this guy is, I, I didn't look today, but he's either one or two in the entire NBA three-point shooting percentage. Hmm. You know, I mean, talk about, like, when you thought you were going to miss Seth Curry going. Right. And this guy, and over the last five weeks, he's shooting 49-plus percent yeah. from three. Yeah, I mean, so, say what you want about Embiid. Embiid's great season. I mean, to me, the development of Tyrese Maxey has been really the story of the season. And I would say, Hare, at the 2-5, 
not pulled what he pulled, mm-hmm. he would have been, you know, remember how last year he didn't even get in every postseason game. He, he like cracked the rotation ever so slightly. Right. And I mean, I, I just know what happens with veteran coaches. They see young and they say, ah, well, you know, he makes mistakes. Well, it, they didn't have a choice but to play this guy. Right. And look what this guy showed you. Now he put in the work and you had to play him the minutes. But look mm-hmm. what you got out of being that, of doing that. Yeah, and he and he loves to play. I love watching people that love to play. You know what I mean? <laughs> he yeah. just loves to play ball. Well, he he's the complete opposite of the person who has left us. That other guy. Yeah. <laughs> that's the great coup of the season is that you didn't have to send him with him. Mm-hmm. That yeah. that's the yeah. biggest thing. That's exactly. True. Yeah. Third they, third in they, the league. You in know the, what? They would the three point percentage. Yeah, I knew it was two yeah. or three. Yeah. So tell us about this new show you got coming up. Oh, this is going to be fun. So it's X's and O's, a basketball podcast with the Lynams. Okay. And basically we're going to do it three days a week, um, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And I'll either be joined by my dad, my brother, or my nephew. Mm. And obviously we all know who my dad is and his basketball background. Right. My brother worked in the NBA for years, and he's currently uh, coaching in the G League. And my nephew's up and coming, and he's coaching in the G League as well. Hmm. So we're going to just wow. uh, do, you know, obviously, analyze the Sixers and their playoff situation. But we're also going to go around the NBA and be basically a playoff basketball podcast. Nice. So, I love it. X's uh, and O's I'm three excited, times yeah. a week. Yeah. It's yeah. like the L. King song, Harry. X's and O's. X's and O's. Yes. Oh, 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 oh. I know. You, you might hear it underneath ever so slightly. Oh, I love that. The, I, was in, yeah. I ask a lot of people, like when I do hockey interviews, like lifers that have been in the game forever and it's been their life, I always ask them this question. I want to ask it to you because I love getting people's answer to this. What has the game of basketball given you? It's a big one. <laughs> That's a big one. Yeah. Um, it's it's given me a career. It's given me a ton of friendships. Um, it's given me an opportunity to work in the same industry as a man that I adore. Uh, me too. Consider, you know, I, I put my father at the pinnacle uh, as a person and also as somebody who – has taught me a ton about basketball. So, mm-hmm. um, and to be able to have had that with him for all of these years. But I, I think I will say the number of great people I've, I've met because I've been in this business of basketball um, is is a tremendous gift to me, for sure. Still love it the same? And I've loved my career. I, mm-hmm. I do. I do. Um, you know, I do different things, obviously, than I did, you know, I've done, worn many hats. Uh, from sideline to being in a studio to calling games. You know, I've, the Blue Coats are going to play in the G League finals. And, you know, I think I just finished my fifth or sixth season of being the color analyst for them. Um, you know, I've gotten my, my college basketball in the women's game has grown over the last couple of years. Now I have Princeton. I did my sixth year with them. I added Mammoth women's basketball to my resume. Uh, and, and, and now I do the content with parks. So, I mean, it's just the, 
that a sport that keeps on giving to me, quite frankly. Yeah, it's giving you everything in a lot of ways. It's awesome. Yeah. What, um, yeah. what are you? Yeah. What's your thoughts I mean, that's on? Why, that's why it's. Go ahead. Go ahead, Eric. What were your what's no, your thoughts on? That's, that's part of why I love the podcast that's coming up because you know that's three generations right. of people who are benefiting from you know it started with my dad being in basketball but I think because we all enjoyed him so much and we learned to like then love the game so much and now here we are and we all had different paths but we get to come together and do this cool thing and talk like we usually do at the kitchen table or when we're in the living room watching uh, you know an NBA game and you know somebody has an opinion and you know the other person says oh you know well how about this and so that's why I think this is kind of cool. It's a true family business. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what was I was going to ask you? What were your thoughts on uh, uh, Fran Dunphy uh, taking the LaSalle job, coming back to the sideline? Wow. <laughs> so I saw him Saturday night because we had the coaches versus cancer gala, which has been a long-standing event, and sure. these guys do an unbelievable job. And that was the first I saw him since he got the job because he and I play golf at the same place so right. i do see him a lot so i i went up to him i said my god i don't know if you're crazy or you're just that giving of a human being or both and he he says i'm definitely the first one that i can tell you um but i i, I think that he obviously cares so much about his alma mater um it's it's a tough job as we can see tough to recruit Look at, you know, what you're recruiting against just in your own, you know, city area, the big six, right? right? So I think that he did it because he cares and he wants to leave it in a better situation, not just on the basketball court, but in terms of getting alumni to come back to the fold. And he's such a good guy that I think he will work tirelessly with other people to bring that hopefully up to a standard that then somebody else at a later date will be able to take carry and, and have it, you know, yeah. Carry it forward. Yeah. He's a coach. Coaches coach. Yeah. They just love you the know? smell of the coach gym. Is and that what Larry Brown always used to say. <laughs> he did. He did. <laughs> I love the smell of the gym. Yeah. I love that. That's <laughs> great. <laughs> I always loved what he had to say. I, it was just so slow to hear it. Yep. <laughs> slow and low. And I mean, I was in that gym with him for many, many years. And he actually, he was one of the, so good to me. And those were the years where, you know, I'm still doing a lot of learning because I came when I was still young and, you know, there's some tough personalities and strong personalities. Uh, but he was always, really good uh to deal with for my job um and he always was first class but yeah i would agree with the way he delivered there wasn't a lot of emotion in his tone right yeah well just to kind of survive as long as he did you gotta somehow remove emotion from it sometimes but like guys like him yeah he's a library of basketball like he's not a book he's a library yeah and guys like that just love talking about the game like i love like I'm the same way with hockey that you are with hoops, D, you know, like it's my job and yeah, I don't want to get off the couch to go do it sometimes because it still is 
work. It's a job. It's still yeah. a job. Yeah. But yeah. To, to, I mean, like I still watch the game at all levels and, and incredibly intrigued by it at every element of it. You know, the culture, the on the ice, every element of it. Like I just, I can't get enough. It's got its hooks into me and it's never let out. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and, and I think also, uh, I, I'm with you, by the way, like 4.30 on Saturday and Sunday morning is always a bear to get up and be on the radio at 6 a.m. And yeah. I say to myself sometimes, Steve, what are you doing? You know, mm-hmm. but I think like the conversations that you have with people uh, talking about the game because you do love it so much it is really fun. Um, but I think about you know, I mentioned my dad, but I mentioned Larry Brown. I think about some of the people that I've been able to be around and absorb, you know, through osmosis, you know, some of their knowledge and hopefully carry it forward and see the game maybe a little different. You can never stop learning. And the game evolves, too. Mm-hmm. So, Yeah, it would be boring if it was the same game it was 20 years ago. I mean, the, the evolution yeah, of it, it is what makes it great. Absolutely. D, yep. um, we're going to be checking out the show. So what's it called? X's and O's. Yeah, basketball podcast with the Lynams. Yep. Love it. And, and when will uh, the first episode well, drop? Uh, well, I just saw, I got a message. I, <laughs> I think on Monday, if we get the technology all right. So, all which right. would be, which was what I planned because their, their first game would be on the weekend. And so then we'll, we'll kick it off next week. So that's, that's the plan. Awesome. awesome. So look for it on the, the yes. Bet Parks uh, bevy of different shows, including this one and, and the new show, X's and O's with the Lineups. I can't wait to see it. Uh, I love your dad. Let me tell you, Jace. Thanks. <laughs> He's so awesome. <laughs> He's just such an authentic man. That's what I love. <laughs> and talks a lot with his hands, you know. All right. A lot of this. Hey, over here. And then they were doing this, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Looks like he's yeah. guarding uh, some little uh, six foot two guard. <laughs> the hands are going. <laughs> yeah, trying to keep exactly. her in there. Um, Steve, thanks right. for doing this. Best of luck with the show. We appreciate it. Yeah, good luck with the show. I appreciate and follow, it. Hey, thanks. Follow D on Twitter too Thank at you for the letter D Larnum yeah. CSN. Love it. There she yep, is. I kept uh, the old CSN. Yep. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> there she is, D Larnum on the Aji's podcast. She's awesome. I thank her so much for joining us. Adding that up. podcast just in time for playoff basketball, man. That's that's going to be good. Three times oh. a week. Yeah. You will be cool. totally covered with the Lionham family. Yeah. And three generations breaking it down. Not only the Sixers, but the entire league. Harry. Right, right. That's going to be fantastic. Yeah. I, I I love her dad, too, because. Oh, yeah. Like, you've had him on the radio show. Oh, years. yeah, sure. And he's a guy. He's a, he's a name shortener. Mm. Well, let me tell you, Harry. He's not calling you Harry, right? <laughs> Jace. Jace. <laughs> Love that guy. I got to play for the uh, RBC Heritage here on the uh, right. Bet Parks app. Um, opening up the golf tab, and I'm going to take a win bet. Actually, two of them. Two. I'm going to go plus twenty two hundred on Corey Connors to win. Not Jimmy Connors. No, and uh, plus thirty three hundred on Joaquin Neiman to win. And not Joaquin uh, Phoenix. Right. <laughs> Wow, you, you yeah. put out two uh, Bruno names out there for us. <laughs> All right, so get those bets in on the Bet Parks app. And uh, if you don't have the new app yet, download it, open it up, check it out, open up an account, real easy to use. 
uh, fun to use, easy to navigate, easy to check out all the different ways you can bet. That's the great thing here. You can bet so many different ways. It's not just, you know, money lines or spreads, parlays and teasers. It's a thousand ways now. Yeah, player performances is, is a huge one, especially now, you know, coming up with the NBA and the playoffs. Oh, I mean, that's that's awesome. And plus, I had that winner on the NCAA championship game uh, since last we spoke. That's right. Yeah, Carolina. Uh, held the line there uh, and, and covered the number as the underdog. With four, four and a half, they lost by three in a great game, which yeah. wrapped up a tremendous NCAA tournament and then March Madness this year. And you rolled that right into your Tiger to make the cut bet. Now, exactly. A couple, couple plays uh, for this weekend as well in the golf. And make sure you check it out for you know all the basketball postseason, remainder of the hockey season, and then eventually the playoffs here coming up in a couple weeks baseball have you gotten in any baseball action yet Harry? i have not yet uh, i'm not yet i might uh take take a look at tomorrow night's uh mets phillies game oh. uh with wheeler on the mound who's going for the mets uh tomorrow night oh, I knew you'd ask me when, when you're talking about the mets you get you gotta look at that matchup because they got some pitching there they do they you know, do that, that that's a team and they spent a, a lot of money a lot of money in the offseason yeah they did so tomorrow night, uh, well, tonight it's Ranger Suarez. For the Phillies, yeah. Walker, yeah. Then tomorrow against the Mets, it's Tyler McGill versus Zach Wheeler. Okay, there you go. Tyler McGill. It's, it has the start time listed at 645. I know, I saw that. That's, Are they staggering now? It's a little, uh, it's maybe, yeah, I don't know if that's a new thing. That's That's kind of odd. I did notice that. You still have some afternoon baseball like today because of the still opening days at yeah. various venues and so forth. But the 645 start, maybe they're maybe that is that the opener for the Mets at home, perhaps? And they're because I think they ceremony. started with the Nationals on the road, if I mm -hmm. remember. Could so be. they're probably some ceremony for opening day. Maybe that's why. Yeah, I see. A, I see a 410, a 412, a 640, a 645, mm -hmm. then a 7, 705. 707, 720, 747, 45. They're all staggered, so you can get your bets in, Jason. Yeah, but like baseball is a sport you don't need to stagger like <laughs> you do in the NBA where at the quarter break and you have five games all in the halftime. Right, or yeah. like in the NFL on a Sunday. Yeah, same yeah. same thing in the NHL. Like every game, you have 12 games tonight, and they're all in between periods. Like, can we get a stagger? I know. Dad, you'd stagger. <laughs> uh, uh, all right, so get the Bet Parks app. Download it. Use the promo code JASON750. That'll get you that $750 risk-free bet. And terms and conditions apply. You need to be over 21 and present in Pennsylvania or New Jersey. Gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER. Well, this is a packed episode. Our, uh, good stuff with D. We thank her. Yes. And uh, we'll be back next week for uh, number 20, I guess, right? That's right. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. Leave us a rating and review. Subscribe, and we'll talk to you next week. Walk away. I walk away.